Good afternoon, my friends. Paige Browning here from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle, where waiting for the light rail is just par for the course as of late. Delays on the rail continue, by the way, until February 4th. Here's the wrap on today's top stories. It is Thursday, January 18th. start in a courtroom today because a judge has ruled that former President Trump will remain on Washington state's 2024 primary ballot. Thurston County Superior Court Judge Mary Sue Wilson denied a legal request to remove Trump from the primary here over his role in the January 6th insurrection. Here's Judge Wilson. There was also a request that the court address general election ballots. The court declines to reach that request as the court finds that it is premature and under legal standards potentially not yet ripe. Judge Wilson explained that state regulations don't warrant her to remove Trump as a candidate. And Judge Wilson said people could, of course, challenge Trump's appearance on the general election ballot in Washington. But after today, Washington's Secretary of State will proceed with ballot printing for the March 12th primary. However, the issue of whether Trump can appear on ballots is poised to be decided in the U.S. Supreme Court soon. Trump's lawyers wrote in a legal brief today that borrowing him from the ballot would, quote, unleash chaos and bedlam nationwide. Also in politics today, Washington Secretary of State just confirmed that three of the six Republican-backed initiatives are now qualified to move forward. The first step is that they'll get a legislative review. Jeannie Lindsay explains lawmakers are split on how to proceed. Three initiatives have qualified to repeal the state's Climate Commitment Act, roll back limits on police car chases, and give parents more authority over their kids' schooling. Republicans are pushing Democrats to have public hearings on them. Here's Senate Minority Leader John Braun. We should be paying attention, and one of the best ways to pay attention is to hold a hearing and hear from folks. But House Speaker Lori Jenkins says Democrats are looking at each proposal separately, and many initiatives sent to the legislature in the past didn't get hearings. What that says is there's not a standard rule about are they all heard, are they not heard. Lawmakers could enact ballot proposals into law, but the democratically controlled legislature probably won't do that. So they'll go to voters in November. I'm Jeannie Lindsay in Olympia. Some stories are hard to hear, but need to be told. And that's this next story. We have an obituary on one of the five people who died of hypothermia in the past week in Seattle. Jay Anderson died in the vehicle that he lived in. Casey Martin remembers him. Jay Matthew Anderson was a wild spirit. His brother Mark says when they were younger, he traveled the world, worked on boats in Alaska, and raced motorbikes. He won his first race and his second race, and, you know, he just, he was a natural at whatever he put his mind to. Anderson lived in his car with his little terrier, Frankie. They loved going to the library in Ballard Commons Park. Last week, when temperatures dropped below freezing, Anderson died in that car, parked right outside the library. Frankie was in that car for several days. Jay passed on the 9th and was found on the 12th. So, uh, you know, Frankie was with him the whole time. Frankie now lives with Anderson's sister in Des Moines. Anderson was 63. Casey Martin, KUOW News. 
And while it's warmed up a bit, the rain today brings a freezing chill. The forecast is for rain in Seattle tonight, but as you get closer to the Cascade foothills, it will be more freezing rain or snow. If you'll be in the foothills, expect significant freezing rain all night and in the morning. This winter pattern is still slowing down schools too. In the Lake Washington School District, schools are back open tomorrow, except. Twain Elementary will remain closed, and Dickinson Elementary's kindergarten and fourth grade classes are also canceled tomorrow. And schools canceled tomorrow for the Skykomish School District because the boilers have not been working. Snow and ice have hit the lowlands across the Northwest lately, but how are we doing up high in terms of snowpack? Experts say Washington is about 73% of normal for this time of year. Not good. Particularly worrisome are the Olympics, North Cascades, and areas east of Okanagan. Caroline Malore is with the Washington State Department of Ecology. We started out quite low in terms of our precipitation and had higher temperatures early on in winter, which leads to lower snowpack. And we were already starting out with a deficit in terms of last year from last year's drought. Snowpack created in the winter creates the water that much of Washington relies on the rest of the year. Now for the AI portion of the show. No, I don't mean AI wrote this. All of our journalism is done by journalists. But schools could start embracing artificial intelligence. So far, concerns about kids using AI to cheat has led districts in Washington and nationwide to ban software like ChatGPT. But the head of Washington's public schools wants to embrace AI. Superintendent Chris Raikdal issued new guidance today about how schools can use this technology in the classroom. Artificial intelligence is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It's in things that we can't even imagine today. Don't our students deserve the opportunity to learn what is it? What's in there? What are those algorithms doing? How do they impact learning? How do they impact our lives? So that our students are on the front end. Washington's the fifth state in the country to issue guidance of this kind. It emphasizes using AI in a human-centered, ethical way. And says educators should help students build their AI literacy by helping them understand it, then empowering them to use it to learn and solve problems. And before we go, as we come to the end of one holiday week, there's talk of adding another one in Washington's legislature. The bill would recognize the Lunar New Year as a holiday. That is the sound of Chinese lion dances at last year's Lunar New Year in Seattle's International District. A bill that would have made it a paid holiday failed just last year. The Seattle Times says it didn't pass because lawmakers saw it as too expensive to pay out to workers. But the bill is back. The Lunar New Year is one of the largest cultural celebrations among East and Southeast Asian communities, about 12% of Washington's population. This year's Lunar New Year is February 10th and starts the Year of the Dragon. And that's a wrap from the KUOW newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst, and I'm Paige Browning. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. See ya.